Would I climb mountains If the mountains were where you hide Know how far I'd scale the valleys If you grace the other side Know how long have I chased rivers From lowly seas to where they rise Against the rush of grace descending From the source of its supply Cause in the highlands and the heartache You're neither more nor less inclined I would search and stop at nothing You're just not that hard to find
Good to be with you. My name is Jeff Fuller, pastor at Living Hope Wesleyan Church, hopefulvermont.org. As we uh, begin, we just thank you so much for making the time this Sunday, the first Sunday of July, to be a part of all things Living Hope Wesleyan Church. The call to worship this morning is from Psalm 99, Psalm 99, as we uh, look to celebrate Independence Day and celebrate with family and friends. We had a great gathering last night. Congratulations to old Uncle B-Rad for putting on a great fireworks show last night, so thank you again for that. I do want to give a quick shout out to Kyle Phillips, a co-worker of mine. I said I'd pray for him and uh, shout him out this morning, so pray for Kyle and his family as you would. And then my good buddy, longtime friend, Rick Gangwer. It's his birthday today, so welcome to being 47, Rick, and uh, lots of great memories. But as we continue this morning, we welcome you in YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks so much for being a part. But the call to worship is Psalm 99, Psalm 99. I'm reading from the New Living Translation. It says, The Lord is King. Let the nations tremble. He sits on his throne between the cherubim. Let the whole earth quake. The Lord sits in majesty in Jerusalem, excited above all the nations. Let them praise your great and awesome name. Your name is holy. Mighty King, a lover of justice, you have established fairness. You have acted with justice and righteousness throughout Israel. Exalt the Lord our God. Bow low before his feet, for he is holy. Moses and Aaron were among his priests. Samuel also called on his name. They cried to the Lord for help, and he answered them. He spoke to Israel from the pillar of cloud, and they followed the laws and decrees he gave them. O Lord our God, you answered them. You were a forgiving God to them, but you punished them when they went wrong. Exalt the Lord our God and worship at his holy mountain in Jerusalem, for the Lord our God is holy. Psalm 99. May God add blessing to the reading 
of his word. Once more, we do invite you to uh, pull out your mobile devices, either now or at the in-person. Subscribe on Apple iTunes or Google Podcasts to Living Hope Wesleyan. You can subscribe to the YouTube channel, Living Hope Wesleyan Church. Also, the church Facebook page and Twitter are at Hope for Vermont. The church uh, does have a Facebook group, which is at Living Hope Wesleyan, the same as the podcast on Apple iTunes, and the same handle on Instagram as well. But we do thank you again for being a part. We thank you for uh, joining us online. We say good morning and welcome, and we desire for you to belong. This is not a church where we want you to go or to watch. We want to be a people, a family that you belong. That is the church. As we are the church, we continue to gather in person as well as online here at 630. But in person, 9 o'clock at Crossbrook Middle School, you can find that at Duxbury, D-U-X-B-U-R-Y, Duxbury, Vermont, 05676, 9 a.m. Kids packs are available, seeking to develop the children's ministry. We do have a youth uh, event planned for September, looking to go back to school and uh, encourage our children and families in that way. We also have uh, Sundays in August, 9 a.m. in person, but not at Cross of Brook Middle School. In August, it will be at 5805 Waterbury-Stowe Road, Waterbury Center. That's just behind the chapel campus where we met last year for the month of August as well. So August, 9 a.m. only, no online service at 5805 Waterbury-Stowe Road, Waterbury Center, 05677. But this month, this month, we continue to meet at Cross at Brook Middle School. And if you'd be so kind, please text me your email address as we're trying to keep you up to date on all the events and activities taking place this summer. Just email me or text me your uh, address, the best way to contact you. The email is pastor at hopeforvermont.org, pastor at hope, F-O-R, Vermont spelled out, dot org. And Tuesdays, there is a Waterbury Band concert, and that takes place in Waterbury Center at the Gazebo. Tuesdays at 7 p.m., if you can make it, uh, encourage our community, listen to some great music, and uh, show out for those that uh, participate. Next, actually, it's this coming Saturday, we have the Men's Morning Campfire. It's a great time. I make breakfast over the uh, fire. We just uh, talk for an hour and just learn from one another. So uh, there's no sermon. There's no offering. It's just a great time for the men to come together and invite a friend just to uh, get to know each other better. That's this Friday at 630. The July prayer calendars are out. If you have not received yours via email, just let me know. There's also hard copies at the, uh, the in-person service at Crossett Middle School uh, today. And we do pray for Burke Family Camp that begins this Saturday as well, July 9th through the 17th. Contact my mom, Sharon Fuller, if you have any more questions, if you would like to attend or be a part of Burke Family Camp, July 9th through the 17th. And finally for this month, we do have a uh, all-family campfire with s'mores, the final Friday of the month, all-family campfire with s'mores, Friday, July 29th at 7 p.m. That's right here at the chapel as well, 5793 Waterbury-Stowe Road, Waterbury Center, Vermont, 05677. And as we continue, we just uh, thank you so much for your continued giving and tithes and offerings, your continued prayer and support, your continued encouragement by uh, notes, emails, cards, text messages, by showing up, not just for me, but for each other, as we are the church, the body of Christ, not just for us, but that we might be used of God 
to reach to others as well. The memory verse for this month, well, it's Luke 19.10. We find these words, For the Son of Man came to seek and save those who are lost. For the Son of Man came to seek and save those who are lost. If you're looking for a lost coin or a lost wallet, your keys, they usually are not right in the middle of an open space. They're somewhere where you misplaced them, you thought you would remember them, or you left them in pants pockets or something in that nature. For the Son of Man came to seek and save those who are lost. So those in the open, of course, but even those that kind of hide their faces from us that call ourselves Christians or from the local church. They're scared the building will burn down if they ever show up. This is who Jesus loves. He loves us. He loves you. He loves your neighbor. He loves your spouse, your relative, your co-worker. He loves us all. And he came that we might know his salvation. So Luke 19.10, the memory verse for July, for the Son of Man came to seek and save those who are lost. Amen. Amen. And as we continue this morning, uh, you can email your prayer request to Stacy Granfield. She also sends out the Thursday guided prayer outline via email. And if you would like to take part, um, I certainly encourage you to do so as well. As we pray, I just thank you for your prayers for my uh, brother and his family. His wife had to go to the emergency room uh, this past week following I guess you would say complications or some uncertainty uh, with her surgery. They removed 60% of her liver and the, uh, the cancer that was in her colon. And so she is recovering. And uh, just pray for Jen and the family. Um, and I know you have prayer requests as well. Some are too sensitive to share uh, in the comment section. If you have others, please do so. Uh, you can add names of family members or friends or initials of people you know that we are longing to see their salvation in the comments. Or you can email me directly, send me a text message, or Stacy as well as you would like the prayer team or just uh, myself as pastor to uh, be praying with and for you during these times. But um, we just thank God He is here. And God, we thank you that you know and Jesus, we ask for your help. We thank you for your comfort and your strength and for the ability to take a next step forward. Father, we pray for those that continue to mourn, continue to grieve, that are filled with sorrow, that it seems as though they have uh, moved forward more than we truly have. Let us be able to linger in that grief, knowing that you meet us there, that you wipe away the, our tears, that you are the lifter of our head, that you embrace us, that you encourage us, that you love us so much, that you desire that we might be known, but that we might know that you love us and you care for us. Father, for the other needs, whether it's a need for a job or a need for a housing, a need for finances, Perhaps it's one that has a relationship that's strained or even broken, perhaps fragmented from alcoholism or abuse or neglect. God, we just ask that we would seek your face and you would find us. And Father, we just pray for all of the concerns that we have amongst those that have mental illness or struggling with their emotional wellness. We just pray for mental health that's fixed on you. Whether you choose to use medication in our lives or choose to do an ongoing miracle, we just pray for freedom. We just pray for healing. We pray that people might know the joy of your salvation. 
And Father, may we as a local church be known for your joy, a place that goes to you crying out and being able to say thank you because you heard us and you help us. So Father, we say thank you in your name, Jesus. Amen. Well, amen, and uh, thank you so much for continuing to pray and lift those in need in your prayers and praying for God's will to be done and God's um, hand to move in their lives that they might see and know Him. We do thank you for your continued giving through tithes and offerings. Your uh, giving online is certainly helpful, extremely helpful, and uh, your giving in person during the 9 a.m. Cross the Brook Middle School cafeteria service and uh, all the rest. It just allows us to not only pay the utility bills, but also reach into the lives of those in our community that are in such need. And uh, this is what the church is for. This is why we exist, that we might show Jesus. And that might mean that I don't receive a paycheck and we give to the poor. I think this is something we must consider that it's not about the pay of who we hire, but it's are we prepared to do the works of ministry that God's called us into. So we thank you for your continued generosity in giving and uh, tithes and offerings. And as we continue, we continue through Acts. Dr. Luke wrote a second book. In my first book, I told you, Theophilus, about everything Jesus began to do and teach. I told you about everything. I told you, who are you telling? Who are you hearing from? Who are you learning from, walking with, investing in? This is going to be repetitive. This is something that I believe will help us individually grow in our own faith in our own walk with Jesus, answering some of those questions, allowing some of those questions just to linger without an answer and just by faith believing that God's word is true. So we're going to follow him, though we don't have a concrete answer just yet. We can learn from, walk with, and invest in someone else. Because Acts, as Acts was written not just for that day, is written for all of us that call ourselves followers of Jesus now, believers in the salvation that only Jesus can give. It's for the spread and the expansion of the gospel, the good news, the rescue, the hope that Jesus gives. This is what we desire is to spread the gospel and expand his kingdom. And as we do, Let's now look at how Luke, Dr. Luke, completed his first book, his first book of Luke, Matthew, Mark, Luke in the New Testament. This is Luke 24, verses 44 through 53. It may sound familiar because, well, there were 12 disciples that followed Jesus, and we have many accounts of what took place. And maybe you heard from Matthew, Mark, or John, and this is Luke's account. Luke 24, 44 says, Then he said, When I was with you before, I told you that everything written about me in the law of Moses, in the prophets, and in the Psalms must be fulfilled. Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures. Oh, Jesus, open our minds that we would understand the scriptures, that we would not just have to go to Bible college or seminary or go to a class and get a check mark or get a passing grade. Open our minds that we might understand the scriptures. Verse 46, and Jesus said, yes, it was written long ago that the Messiah would suffer and die and rise from the dead on the third day. It was also written that this message would be proclaimed in the authority of his name to all the nations beginning in Jerusalem. There is forgiveness of sins for all who 
repent. There is forgiveness of sins for all who repent. You are witnesses of all these things. And now I will send the Holy Spirit, just as my Father promised. But stay here in the city until the Holy Spirit comes and fills you with power from heaven. Then Jesus led them to Bethany. And lifting his hands to heaven, he blessed them. While he was blessing them, he left them and was taken up to heaven. So they worshipped him and then returned to Jerusalem filled with great joy. And they spent all of their time in the temple praising God. Amen. Amen. But you will receive power, Acts 1.8 says, when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you will be my witnesses telling people about me everywhere in Jerusalem, throughout Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. This is the second book, but it's reflecting back on the first book of what Luke had been saying, Luke 24, 47, it was also written that this message would be proclaimed. This message would be proclaimed. That's why he's saying, Theo, listen up. I want to tell you something. You need to understand. I said it in my first book, and now I'm going to repeat it here. I'm going to reiterate it. I want to solidify this truth in your core that you would proclaim this message everywhere because you will receive power. You will be my witnesses. You will tell people everywhere who Jesus is, what I have done, the hope that you have, the forgiveness that's granted, the grace that we get to live in, the peace when it seems as though everything is falling apart. How did you hear, you personally, how did you hear about God's salvation? Maybe you want to type that in the comment section. You can say, so-and-so told me. I was at such-and-such camp. It was with a parent. It was with a friend. How did you hear this message of who Jesus is, his salvation, his forgiveness? Who have you showed? Who have you shared? Who have you told this message to? Who are you learning from, walking with, and investing in? Who are you learning from, walking with, and investing in? After this, this is Luke 1, nine. we find these words. He was taken up into a, a cloud. While they were watching, they could no longer see him. As they strained to see him rising into heaven, two white-robed men suddenly stood among them. Let's not get too far ahead. They strained to see him. Jesus, who had come back from the dead, who had spent time with them, who had eaten with them, they, he cooked them breakfast on a beach. What could be better in the morning is to have a campfire and breakfast cooked by Jesus for you. And now Jesus was leaving them again. He was leaving them again, and as they watched him rise and go into the heaven, the ascension is what we call it, they strained to see him. They wanted to see just one more time, Jesus, Jesus. What if you had three minutes with someone who has passed away? What if you had three minutes with someone who had passed away? What would you do in those three minutes, and when it those three minutes were gone. How, how intently would you strain to fix your gaze and watch them just for a little bit more? Even though it could have been blurry, even though you had to strain and really look to see just a glimmer 
of the one you loved. They strained to see Jesus. Men of Galilee, that's what these two men in uh, the white robe said. They said, why are you standing here staring into heaven? Jesus had been taken away from you into heaven, but someday he will return from heaven in the same way you saw him go. These two angels were saying, why are you so sad? Why are you just looking? He gave you a mission. He's promised you the Holy Spirit. He's going to come back. You should be filled with joy. You should be so excited. You need to go out and tell. And you're just staring and longing and wishing that you had longer with him. I do not get mad at the disciples right here in this story because I can relate. Certainly, you have felt that way before and perhaps you've been told by someone, oh, Jesus has a plan for your life. Everything's going to work out. God is so good. You just need to get over that hurt. You just need to get over that failure. It's time to rise. It's time to get up. It's time to move on. And we're just like, but God, I loved you. And you left me. And now what? And though the words ring true that Jesus said, I have given you all that you need, go and be like me. Even though Jesus spent time and we've heard and we've experienced and we've witnessed him, we've seen him, we've felt him, we've known him. And we should be filled with so much joy to go out and know that our purpose is still the same, to be like him because he is for people and we can too be for people. There are times when we strain and stare for Jesus. When God said that you are on mission now, you have a great purpose, there needs to be this peace that resides in you even when I'm not with you because my Holy Spirit is. So as a pastor, as these angels, we encourage you, now is the time. Maybe now is the time to return to an in-person church service, whether it's Living Hope Wesleyan Church or another good church. How many good churches do you drive by on your way to Cross at Brook Middle School? Jeff, you need to stop. People are going to go to another church if that's where God wants you. Because I have to believe by faith that God wants people to attend Living Hope Wesleyan Church. So if God's calling you to another local church, then go and obey God. And if God is calling you or leading you to Living Hope Wesleyan Church, obey God. There are enough people in enough churches to reach the lost, but too often we don't reach the lost. We share the saints. I guess that's a soapbox. So we move on to Acts 1, 12. Then the apostles returned to Jerusalem from the Mount of Olives, a distance of half a mile. When they arrived, they went to the upstairs house, room of the house where they were staying. Here are the names of those who were present. Peter, John, James, Andrew, Philip, Thomas, Bartholomew, Matthew, James, son of Alphaeus, Simon the Zealot, and Judas, son of James. They all met together and were constantly united in prayer along with Mary, the mother of Jesus, who had witnessed her son crucified, who was overjoyed at his return, at his resurrection, and now was one who was left with a promise that he would come 
back again. Several other women, perhaps wives of the apostles and the brothers of Jesus, including James, they met together and were constantly united in prayer. They met together and were constantly united in prayer. In the Greek, it says joined together, which they were present with and for one another. They were not just filled with their own grief, that they were not listening to someone else, but they were sharing in one another's sorrow. They had learned what it meant to mourn with those that mourn, to rejoice with those that rejoice. They were present there, not just in body, but in mind and in spirit. They were ready to give attention to, to spend much time together. They were joined together in this way. We have learned, church, to be the church on the screens and in the seats and now in the streets. God has sent us to come together, to join together, to meet together, to be encouraged, to learn from his word, from a pastor, but also on your own, from listening to different sermons, from taking a different course. Perhaps it's something that you would love to be, that you feel God is calling you into vocational ministry. Well, we can learn from each other. You don't have to just learn from me or a professor, but at times God uses us But the important thing is to know that we all can learn. You do not need a degree to study the Bible because the Bible is living and active and applies to whatever you're going through directly. Whether it's gathering on screen or sitting next to each other or going together in the streets, God has us on mission. There is a purpose and a plan for us, not just to sit together and hear our favorite song or stand and lift our hands and clap when we have something that resonates within us. It is for us to be empowered and emboldened by the Holy Spirit that we would go out and share with others, whether it is on screen or in a seat in your workplace or in the street out that we would present Jesus wherever. Because in Hebrews 10.25, it says, let us not neglect our meeting together as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. Encourage one another. It's not so you can say you're guilted into going to a church service because if you don't, that person is not going to be proud of you. That person is going to be disappointed. The, the reason why we gather together is so that we can encourage each other. Frankly, when you do not attend church, we, the body, misses out because we are not the body. We are missing an arm or a toe or an eye. But when you do show up, we are complete just as when you do not attend, you miss out. And it doesn't matter if you gather online or in person. It just matters if you belong to a church. Church is not a place you go. It's a family you belong. Church is not a place you go. It's a family you belong. So let us not neglect our meeting together, as some people have done. But encourage one another, especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. There's so much excitement, anticipation, and thought of 
Is God returning? Are we in the end days? And on one hand, I say very vehemently, is that the right word? I say enthusiastically, no, Jesus, be merciful a little bit longer because so many family and friends do not yet know you. Be merciful because right now, if you return, there are those that do not profess with their mouth and believe in your heart that you are Savior, that you are Lord. So Jesus, let us be effective witnesses as your followers, as your disciples, as the church to reach the lost, that we would reach into their lives that we would intersect their lives and engage them by the power of your Holy Spirit that they might know salvation and then Jesus return. But it is exciting that God is returning, that God loves us and his return is one day closer. Every day, it's one day closer. And as I've been praying, God, I need your vision. I need your wisdom. I need your help. What a great hymn. Be thou my vision, O Lord of my heart. Not be all else to me, save that thou art. Thou my best thought by day or by night, waking or sleeping, thy presence my light. Be thou my wisdom. Be thou my true word. I ever with thee, and thou with me, Lord. Thou my great Father, I thy true Son. Thou in me dwelling, and I with thee one. Be thou my shield and my sword for the fight. Be thou my dignity, be thou my might. Thou my soul's shelter, and thou my high tower. Raise thou me heavenward, O power of my power. Riches I heed not, nor man's empty praise. Thou mine inheritance now and always. Thou and thou only be first in my heart, high king of heaven, my treasure thou art. High king of heaven. When victory won, may I reach heaven's joys, O bright heaven's sun. Heart of my own heart, whatever befall, still be my vision O ruler of all. And yes, church, as we gather in person, we will be singing, Be Thou My Vision together. Still be my vision, O ruler of all. The disciples, Mary, the mother of Jesus, must have been saying, My heart is broken again. You were resurrected. You spent time with us. Now you are gone. My heart is broken again. How can I allow myself for such hurt? Don't I have to set up boundaries so I don't get hurt again? But our only hope is Jesus. I only have you, Jesus, to trust and place my faith. This is my desire to honor you. Lord, with all my heart, I worship you. So in Acts 1.14, they all met together and were constantly united in prayer. Along with Mary, the mother of Jesus, served several other women and the brothers of Jesus, including James, who wrote, Consider it pure joy when you face trials of many kinds because you know it develops perseverance. This is why we meet together, united in prayer, which means earnest or 
and a humble request for his vision, his plan, his mission. Maybe you have the July prayer calendar in front of you today. We pray for Dr. Carl Eastlack. He's the district superintendent for the Northeast District, northeastdistrict.org, the Wesleyan denomination, split up in districts. We're part of the denomination, part of this district. And we pray for Dr. Carl and his wife, Anita. So Jesus, we lift up Dr. Carl and Anita. We lift up their family to you and ask that your grace would continue to abound. We pray for wisdom and strength. We pray for your vision. We pray for your health. And your hope, we pray for your wisdom on his life as they share with those across the district, the over 140 local churches and pastors and staff and congregations and people and communities they represent. Oh, Jesus, may they know your salvation. May we help in this effort. May those that need you know that we love them. And because we love them, they begin to trust you even more because you are more trustworthy than us. So Jesus, we thank you, and it's in your name we pray. Amen. They were united in prayer. They were united in the purpose that God has called us to, that he would seek and save the lost, that we would be his hands and feet, that we might say, not my will, but yours be done. God, I have so many plans, I have so many wishes, I have what I think success is going to look like, what I feel I need to be accomplished, but not my will, let yours be done. On earth as it already is in heaven, on earth as it is in heaven. We thank you, Jesus. Let us gather together and pray in your name that you would be known and salvation would be received. Thank you, Father. Amen.